Well, here we are, another evening with the Course of Love. We are currently in the second treatise, and that's the treatise uh, on the nature of unity and its recognition. And the first chapter is called Treasure. Um, so, so far we have Judy with us, and myself, of course, and Lana listening. And we'll see who shows up. So, we'll, you know, who's meant to be here will be here. Oh, good evening. Good evening. Hi, Reverend Bill. Yep. Is Gloria joining us this evening? I'm here. Oh, great. And I, you, oh. I will read. You will read? You broke. You breaking yes. up, Gloria. That's all right. Good. All right. So, okay. I, I I just started the recording. We have Lana listening. We have Judy, Reverend Bill, and Gloria, and whoever's meant to show up will show up. Um, Lana, you can listen, but I just want to bring something out. And if we would mute our phones, it would help, so we can. I can. We can all participate in this conversation. Anyway. Briefly. Um, briefly. Hi, Lana. Hi, Judy. Hi, Reverend Bell. Hi, Gloria. And Hi, everyone. Glad to hear you here, Lana. Yeah. Oh, all right. Yeah. Thanks. We Thanks, all Judy. are here. Yeah. And hopefully you. we'll have others. But, you know, who's meant to be will be here. But I, I do want to say something before we get started, Reverend Bill, and I do appreciate the, you know, what you said about possibly changing the hours and consideration the time, my time zone. But I'd like to leave it as is. It does work for me in other ways. And yes, you know, and I had said even when I took over this sole responsibility that there's nothing magic that the call has to go for an hour and a half. If by nine o'clock, we feel the dialoguing is complete. We feel satisfied with who we are. We could say goodnight. There's nothing magic with 9.30. So it's gonna, we'll go forward as we had in the past. And yes, I might get a little tired by the time, but I, I'm here. And, those, and it, it worked, and it's going to continue to work that way. So I hope you all agree with me. Okay. Are we all in agreement? Works for me. Okay. Judy? Yep, I'm unmuted. Yes, I'm unmuted now. Sorry, I was muted before. <laughs> yes, Reverend I'm unmuted now, and yes, it works just fine. Reverend Bill, Gloria? Hello? Are you there? Uh, we're on mute. Oh. <laughs> we were, we were good, good soldiers. We were on mute. Okay. So everything status quo, it works with you, for you? Uh, yep. Okay, good. Good. So we can get this show on the road. Uh, like I said, we're in Chapter 1, Treasures. But let's, for now, like I said, let's mute our phones. Let's just kind of center ourselves, prepare ourselves, open up our mind, our heart, and wholeheartedness. 
and hear these words before we go into this beautiful work from Jesus and dialogue, dialogue. It's not a work to be studied or pulled apart, intellectualized. It's a, it's a work that's meant to be felt. Feel it, experience it. And if it takes you off into some other realm within your inner being that you feel you need to share or you want to say and just let it just let it come. There's no script. This is dialoguing, sharing from what's the truth within. And this book is only the catalyst that starts the ball rolling. No, I shouldn't say catalyst. The lit the, the wick that has to be lit for us to feel the heat and the love and the warmth within and time that we're here together. If it's meant to be four four of us, it's fine. If it's meant to be two of us, it's fine. If it's meant to be six, eight, ten, it's fine. It is what it is, and I accept it all. So, with that, let us pray together. Let's just be calm, go within our center. And we say from our hearts, God, lover of life, lover of these lives, God, lover of our souls, lover of our bodies, lover of all that exists. In fact, it is your love that keeps it all alive. May we live in this love. May we never doubt this love. May we know that we are love, that we were created for love, that we are a reflection of you, that you love yourself and us, and therefore we are perfectly lovable. May we never doubt this deep and abiding and perfect goodness. Be perfect goodness. We are because you are. And with this I say amen. Amen, amen, amen. So let's feel it. Yeah, let's feel it. Feel it envelop you. Feel it in, out. Feel it all around. Feel it. Mm. Never doubt it. Know it. Oh my God, yeah. That's who we are. We are love. No matter how you look at us, upside down, inside out, brown, brown, blue, pink, polka dot. We are love. Big, small, thin, heavy. We are all love. No matter what we look like in this human form, the way, any way we appear, present ourselves, we are still love. Okay, so Lana, you'll be listening tonight. So Judy, myself, Reverend Bill, Glory will have the honor of reading to you. How's that? You, uh, you sit back and relax. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Thank you. Just what I need. Just hear the healing word. <laughs> you know, he ended the art of thought with a beautiful few lessons, a uh, paragraph. A beautiful paragraph, I should say. And, and I feel the need to read it again. And then we can go into the treasure. And he said to us last week, now your final instruction is here. 
You who have found peace, live in peace. You have been given the peace of God. Go in peace. Spread peace throughout the land. Go out in peace and love and service to all. For in this going out, you come home, bringing with you all the brothers and sisters you have brought to peace. Go in peace to love and to serve with all your heart. Thus are we one heart, one mind, one unity. Thus are we one in relationship of love and peace that is our internal home. Eternal home. Together, excuse me, welcome home, my brothers and sisters in Christ. Welcome home. Doesn't that feel good? Welcome home. Doesn't it sink right into your heart? Welcome home. Brings tears to my eyes. Tears of joy. Okay. So as we usually do, we're mindful of muting our phones when we're not speaking, not stepping on each other's toes. And like they say, feel free. Whatever comes to mind through your heart and mind, say it. Feel it. And we'll each read a paragraph, even though I said there's like really no structure, but we need something to bring us together. So we'll start with Judy... And then there's a small one in between. So, Judy, read one and two. Uh, or Judy, read, yeah, yeah, one and two. You want, Reverend Bill, do you want to go before Gloria like you did? Or, Gloria, do you want to go before Bill like you went last week? I don't know. It's up to you, Gloria. Oh, I'll lead the way. <laughs> okay. Okay, so you're 13. Excuse me, 13. You're three. It's one, two, three. And Glory will read four, and then we'll stop there and see if it you know, provokes any dialogue. Okay? So, Judy, do you want to start us off with, the, with Treasure, Chapter 1? Okay. And that's on Thank you. Page 238 in the original edition. Page 238 in the original edition, if Mona has her book. Yeah, Judy. Okay. Thank you, Paula. You are all aware, at least at times, that there are treasures that lie within you. What was once regarded as treasure, such as a talent that was in need of developing, when realized, is often disregarded thereafter as a treasure and becomes instead something regarded as an ability. And later as simply part of your identity. This is what we are going to explore in this treatise. A treasure that you do not as yet recognize is going to be recognized. Once recognized, it will begin to be regarded as an ability. And finally, through experience, it will become your identity. We will begin by discussing the nature of treasure. Treasure is most often seen in one of two ways, 
as something valuable to be sought and found, or as something found that is kept secure and cherished. Bill? Thank you, Judy. Treasure in the first sense is, first and foremost, something that you believe exists and have defined as being of value. As this treasure is not concerned with material treasure, we will not explore the dimensions of physical treasure, except to say that the feeling that cause one to think, the feelings that cause one to think that any physical thing is capable of being a treasure or being treasured are of the ego. Bill, Bill, can I I stop? Maybe my mind wandered, but when you started that sentence, did you say as this treasure or treatise? Am I hearing things? Am I? Uh, I don't know. I I may have said treasure. <laughs> Did anybody else hear that? Or was it me? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, all right. Let's try this again with feeling. Right. Okay. As this as this treatise is not concerned with material treasure, we will not explore the dimensions of physical treasure except to say that the feelings that cause one to think that any physical thing is capable of being a treasure or being treasured are of the ego. We will instead assume that you have moved beyond these ego concerns and explore the realm of internal treasures. Those of you who have moved beyond the realm of the ego and your fears of returning to it often return often turn away from the internal treasures that you believe when realized might feed the ego despite many observations within this course regarding desire you may still fear you desire despite many exhortation that your purpose here is to be who you are you may have determined that exploration your internal treasure is now unnecessary you may well be feeling a sense of relief and having learned that you that who you are right now is a being of perfection and you may find in this somewhat peaceful resting place to dwell to dwell in for a time you may find that despite having learned much about the need to leave judgment behind you just your desires to be other than you are now including any desires related to those internal treasures you had you had once hoped hoped to have become abilities you think this willingness to accept who you are now is what this course has led you to an evidence of your accomplishment 
You may view this a license to stay as you are and to cease striving for more. Pass. Wow, they're pretty deep, these four paragraphs. Does it invoke anything to be shared here? Going inside and realizing what he said to us? Treasure is most often seen in one of two ways. as something valuable to be sought or found, or as something found that is kept secure and checked. Perished. Yeah. not, we can continue reading if we feel we need to hear more. I will, um, <clears throat> yeah, I, I was unclear is that we were <clears throat> taking the time to look at this material or what we had just read, <clears throat> but I um, really appreciate this message, the two messages that are there, in effect, the the joy of finding something that's that is a treasure that becomes an ability and ultimately becomes part of our identity. Um, this just speaks to to me about about what's unfolding and what we can see as a means of of watching different traits, different matters, different treasures that we've had within our lives that have become valuable to me along the way. And um, I just appreciate seeing that trend from a treasure to an ability to an identity. Um, And uh, secondly, the other point, In the paragraph that Gloria read, that sense, you may well be feeling a sense of relief in having learned that who you are right now is a being of perfection. And you may find this in this a somewhat peaceful resting place to dwell in for a time. So I'm trying to remember recall in the first book of A Course of Love, was there a statement there that you are the accomplished? If there was, I believe that it was there already. But um, here, as he's using the term here, perfection, it, it's a place of peace. It's a place of acceptance and a pay, place of just allowing ourselves to be as we are. Um, 
That's what I read as we read this sentence now. Elsewhere, when he brings up perfection, he, he points out the, the hazard or the risk of looking at perfection or attaining perfection as but a dream of the ego or something that, that we need to attain. This is a completely different feeling about it as we read it in this sentence, and I really appreciate that. And I just like reading it and seeing it in that manner at this point. Thank you. I'm complete. Thank you, Reverend Bill. Yeah, thanks, Reverend Bill. In addition to what you just shared, the other thing that struck me and is that um, I think it was I can't don't remember where it was, but something to say about uh, the the feelings that the feelings that we that we think that any physical thing is capable of being a treasure or being treasured or of the ego, and that's any physical thing, and that just brought home to me something that I've always held very close to my heart is that. Whatever is going on within is far more valuable than anything that is happening outside except as it's a reflection of the inner and can therefore guide me or whatever. But I think the whole idea of expecting anything physical to be a treasure or, or being treasured or of the ego, I think that's perfect because, you know, in my mind it's very true. I felt that. I felt the truth of that. I've also experienced... Um, the development of having, I don't know, some kind of an ability. And then I, I worked for many, 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 many years on developing that ability. And the truth is, is that it, it just did come to become just part of my identity. So that part rang very, very true for me. And I'm complete, thanks. Yeah, I can definitely relate to that, Judy. I think we all at the point of our existence in this human form, you know, with whatever role we took on in business or ways how we, you know, navigate in this world, you know, you know, and promotions or accolades during the way became treasures, you know, like, oh, yeah, look at me, you know, and, oh, we have company. <laughs> I need to stop and say, welcome, who's joined us? Hello, would you like to announce? Sorry, I was on mute. It's Lemoyne. Oh, hi, Lemoyne. So nice to hear you. Hi, Lemoyne. Whoops. Yeah. Yeah. We had Reverend Reed to surprise us. Now you surprise us. <laughs> so, Lemoyne, so we're... You must, well, you know, I tell you every time when we end. We're in the second treatise, started just the chapter one with treasure. We had just read the first four paragraphs. And we were kind of sharing how we each looked at this, these paragraphs in, in our personal lives and how we relate to them. A bit of dialoguing. Sharing. <laughs> so, welcome. Judy, 
thank you for your, your sharing a few moments ago about it. And it really is recognizing that the treasures that are of value are our capabilities, our abilities, are um, that it is intangible, and yet it is a quality that, that is here within us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. When you and when you were talking about the physical aspect of treasure, you know what came up is looking at it as an example of probably the darkest side of that is recognizing money as a treasure. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and even that rings true. I, yeah, I felt I felt I fell prey to that aspect of after that particular ability which was intuitive development, intuitive development to the point where people were actually giving me money, okay? And then money mm-hmm. did become a factor, and it became an issue, and then I got over it real quick. <laughs> so, yeah, I experienced it all. Yeah, I think, I think we all can relate that, to that. Yeah. <laughs> Comes down, yeah. I think, yeah. There's treasures. And the bank... The bank book, bank account. Well, time not so time. much. <laughs> <laughs> not so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The internal yeah. treasures are mm-hmm. what he really stresses here, is our internal yeah. treasures. And I know that that ability that I spent years, 40-odd years developing, I know that that's not what he's talking about there's something deeper going on here and I haven't quite grasped it yet but I know it goes completely Mm -hmm. deeper and I agree with what you said Bill about developing our abilities and our capabilities and that's one of the one of the main purposes I think of physical existence is to see how our consciousness how the mobility of our consciousness works to create our lives and we do it in a very physical sense and yet what he's talking about here is internal abilities and I know that this goes even deeper than that so that's all I want to say for now so thank you and that's it I'm done yeah Judy as you as you Mm. said that you were you're speaking about developing these treasures Um, for me what was coming up is that we're discovering these treasures and and the, the other and the, the, the other point that came up as you were talking further about, about these as being these, these physical abilities, what I'm recognizing now is that these, these treasures can re, are relational. In other words, they're here within relationship. Discover the, the, the treasures that we have that we bring to relationship, that we bring to union. Thank you. I'm complete. Thanks, Bill. I agree. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Yeah, it goes so much deeper. Yeah, so much. You know, and he, he kind of ended that fourth paragraph basically saying that, you know, like, you may view the, you know, what does it say here? You think this willingness to accept who you are now is what this course has led you to and evidence of your accomplishment. You may view this as license to stay as you are and to strive, cease striving for more. So it goes way beyond. Yeah, I feel it. Yeah. yeah. So, 
So we can continue reading because it you probably read this whole thing tonight and maybe leave it open and just as we go along, just jump in if you want to share. So Ramon, would you like to read with us? He's still with us. Hello? Hello. Good morning. Um, would you? Yeah. Would you like to read with us? Um, well, I'm not really with the book, but I could get there. All right. Y'all going to read Just, some more? Yeah, we're going to read. We'll probably read turn. the whole chapter. You know, we, we kind of like wing it. I'll use the word. You know, we read and there's no set that we have to read all the paragraphs. We just go with the flow. No set curriculum. If I may, the way I described it just now to Gloria is when reading these, read them at the pace that you can get it, what you're, mm-hmm. that we can get it yeah. as, we, as we're reading. And yeah, read Thanks. Yeah, there's no yeah, just read how it how it resonates through you as the soul. Read it. Feel it. Don't just read to read. Is that what you're trying to convey, Reverend Bill? Yes. Different words but the same essence of it. That that, mm-hmm. it's, that we're receiving it, we're receiving it, we're accepting it, and then right. I I use the the term get it <laughs> from a long time ago. <laughs> but, um, okay, it's kind of like so, getting getting a joke. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> getting with it, as they say, get with it. <laughs> yeah. So Lemoyne, if you want to read, like I said, we're in chapter one in the second treatise, and we just read up to paragraph four. So, you know, we kind of have, you know, take a turn, and everybody reads a paragraph. So you'll come after Gloria if you feel like reading, all right? So, Judy, do you want to continue on with five? Yes, sure. This is a resting place indeed. How this... Oh, sorry. This resting place is indeed hallowed ground and an earned respite, a demarcation even between the old way and the new way of living. But it is not the end that is sought. No matter how peaceful this place of rest may at first seem, it will soon become stagnant and unsatisfying. Left in such a place without further instruction, you would soon return to your old ideas of heaven and see peace as a state of being for those too weary to fully live. Done with the adventures of living, you would deem yourself no longer interested in the hunt for buried treasure and see it not. Bill? This place is not life, but neither is it death. For even death is not an eternal resting place in the sense that you have imagined it. Even rest, once truly learned, 
excuse me, even rest once truly learned is simply rest. It is not a resting place, a place to stop along the journey of life anymore, then it is a place at which life stops and death reigns. It is not a point at which you arrive, never to depart. Rest, when truly learned, is a state of being in which struggle has ceased and peace has triumphed over chaos. Love has triumphed over fear. Can't wait to talk about that one. I'm complete. <laughs> I, I, I was feeling the same thing. I actually have it highlighted in my book. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we can talk about it right now. There's no, if it moves you, let's go. There's nothing that says we have to continue. That's, if that's what dial is, that's what moves us, let's do it now. What do you say? Okay. All right. What, what comes to me is the most inspiring heart words I heard from A Course in Miracles, amongst so many, and where he says, rest, did not, rest comes not from sleeping, rest comes from awakening. And what that message here is, is rest when, turning lean, rest when truly learned is a state of being in which struggle has ceased and peace has triumphed over chaos. Love has triumphed over fear. That just, that just smacks of my experience of having read that in The Course of Miracles to begin with. That, you know, when I, I recognize that where my greatest rest comes is when I'm energized about what, what has just occurred or what I've just experienced or what I've completed something that there's a rest that is, is just um, making things really exciting. And, and, and yes, further awakened as a result of that experience. Thank you. I'm complete. Oh, I so relate to that, Reverend Bill. You know, and I'm going to share this. And I shared it with, and maybe you've heard it before, and I, I know I told you what I've been going through in my human emotional state and I'm finding and that's what kept coming to me when I've sat in my chaos and my fear rest all I heard rest I didn't know only did I hear it within I heard it without like things like something said a song or conversation it's like something was telling me just rest rest and I, I just like the, the mechanics within my body, the, the, the mode of running and the struggling, to, you know, struggling to find the peace. It's no, don't struggle. Just rest into it. And there was one day I just sat down and I took a few deep breaths and I felt this rest, like just rest. Stop the mind. Stop the pounding in the chest. The hyperventilating when the nurse, when the anxiety was hitting. Just rest. And even as I'm saying it now, I could just feel this feeling, just rest. Rest from the struggle. And love has, and let the love and the peace come in. 
And the fear started to dissipate. The fear that I didn't even know how deep it was. So yes. And as you read, and that line was read, I could feel in this body form, just like, ah, die. So deep within, beyond this body. And I could just feel like I can melt into the ground. So, yeah. And I highlighted that line a long, long time ago when I read this book. And I'm reading it again. So we continue always to hear the words we need to hear. And we need them the most. And I say thank you. Thank you. Love has triumphed over fear. No. Oh, I'm complete. Thank you for letting me share that. Thank you, Paula. Thanks, Paula. That was... Would you... So should we continue reading? Unless we have somebody else I want to share. Okay, I'm ready. Okay. One, seven. You may still see, but two choices, peace or struggle. But with such an attitude, you will soon be struggling to maintain your peace. There is another choice. And it lies within. Good morning. I remember. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. If you want to share, go. Please do. Please. Go ahead. Go ahead. Oh, all right. I remember receiving a, um, a text message <clears throat> from a friend that one of the actors in Hollywood say, that he feels <clears throat> peace when he is not around people, negative people, that he feels happy or something like that. So I respond. I said, happiness is not about other people. It's about yourself. It's about the happiness inside you. I never receive a response that, but I, I, I kind of analyze that saying that happiness is uh, related with somebody else or some other people. I, I can be with hundred people around me and be unhappy. So it's one of the treasures that I think in me <clears> that sometimes I forget. There is love within me as a treasure. Peace, compassion, is part of the love. So I'm complete. (laughs) Thank you, Gloria. That's beautiful. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much. And I'd like to I'd like to share something that what I experienced in Gloria. 
when it, when I go out to the and do these Sunday lessons at different churches, there's usually a time for a forum or a discussion afterwards. And Gloria has no intention, no plans of of doing anything along these lines. But now in two different services, twice now, the last two that I've done, okay, she finds herself coming up and sharing from her heart to a crowd of strangers. I mean, this last time there were probably like 80 people there. The previous time it was like 20. And and she she the fire comes within her to share that she shares and she makes a difference she gets an ovation afterwards mm. <laughs> and um and uh she may not recognize it but i see it as a treasure that's there within her about being present and and being able to share what's there in that given moment so I'll, i just wanted to throw that in thank you i'm complete Oh, Bill, we, we, you know, we feel that same way with Gloria. I mean, I, I think I speak for whoever else is on oh, the yeah. phone with us. Absolutely, oh, yeah. you know that. She is, yeah. She's a treasure, and she speaks from her heart, and that's what makes it so valuable. She speaks from her heart, and it's so evident. Oh, my God, yes. Wow. Thank you. <clears throat> Thank you. Uh, Somehow I feel that that's not the ego that is conducting me or ego starts telling me, you can do it, speak. It's it's just something that I don't even have a, a moment that I just get up and talk. And later on I said, I asked Bill, did I say the right things? <laughs> because I was not <laughs> sure. <laughs> so I'm glad it's not the ego. I hope not. I'd, when I feel the ego, I later on I say, you know, ego, you are not invited. You are <laughs> you have an appointment with me. So get out of my head. Mm-hmm. I'll I'll offer yeah. this. For Gloria, um, what I hear from your ego is that voice that's telling you that you're you've got a handicap by having an accent that gets in the way of you reading or or speaking. That's mm-hmm. that to me is is a perfect example of of the ego and wanting to keep you safe. Mm. And yeah. that that doesn't show up when you're sharing in these sessions. So bless your heart. Thank you. Yeah, yeah that's so true. And, and you know, I, I can see for myself too, when I, I know, and Gloria, you know, like when you're speaking and it comes from somewhere and like, then you stop back to, and like you said, like, did I say the right thing? I know that feeling. And I know when it's the ego talking. I think we're we're, we're all in tune to the truth somewhere that we know when we're not coming from our true, you know, the truth of who we are. And yet we doubt it. You know, that's when the ego pops up, like, oh, did I say something wrong? And and we know it's not the truth. 
So, yeah. I can feel it in you, Gloria. Yep. It's always the truth. Thank you, Paula. Thank you. Yeah. Well, thanks for this foray into paragraph seven. <laughs> the mighty paragraph, huh? Small but mighty. <laughs> Lana, are you still with us, sweetie? I hope so. Oh, yes, I'm still here. I'm just sucking up the love. <laughs> Thank okay, you. You feel it because we're, we're sending it with all our hearts to you. Oh, thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. So, Lemoyne, do you want to jump in and read with us, or are you going to hang back? Okay, I'll read. Okay, so why don't you take us into the next paragraph? Okay. One second. Okay. The treasure that lies within that you do not yet fully recognize, the treasure that lies within that you do not yet fully recognize is that of unity. As you have learned much of unity within the context of this course, unity, like rest, may have come to be viewed as a place at which you can arrive. Like peace, it may feel like a bubble of protection, something that sets you apart from life and the chaos that seems to reign there. You must realize that you think in terms of place because you think in terms of form. Thus, even I have often used the idea of place as a teaching aid. But you are ready now to begin to think without the need for form. Judy, do you want to continue? Sure. Even the desires you may have once identified as hoping to develop into abilities are given a structure and form in your thinking of them. A desire to paint in your thoughts become a completed painting that you hang upon your wall. The time of painting becomes a place. A room or studio is envisioned in which all the tools of the artist trade are available. An aspiring uh, pianist imagines a grand piano and performances in a magnificent concert hall or a little spinet that will grace a living room and invite friends and family to gather round. A writer sees a book in print. A runner wins a race. A tennis player becomes a champion. These are all scenes of things and places, or in other words, of the external, of form. Ah, <laughs> mm. uh, yeah. Thinking without form is a harbinger of unity. Form is a product of the separation. Thought forms are the product of the separation. Unity is not a place 
or a thing, but the realm of the one heart and one mind, the realm of the formless and timeless, but also the realm of connectedness, of what binds all that lives in creation with the creator. Lori, do you want to continue on? I'm sorry, I was a mute. <laughs> you are a creator, but a creator creator who creates with thoughts unlike to any thoughts you have had before. You thought so a grand piano will never create a grand piano. What kind of thoughts then will create a pianist? Music. Excuse me, that was my friend, Mr. Spam, calling. (laughs) 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 Can we continue? Dr. Domenico. (laughs) Are you ready? I'm sorry, I didn't hear what you said. Oh, that reminded me of Dr. Demento, or I don't know, maybe it was Monty Python. (laughs) Oh, Oh, spam a lot. Okay, should I read on? Sure. Uh, All right, I want to read the question. What kind of thoughts, then, would create a pianist? Thoughts joined in unity. Thoughts joined in unity can be likened to thinking without thought. They can be likened to imagination. They can be likened to love. Mm. That's it. Can anybody share on that sentence? It's Got me a little. What kind of thoughts? Okay, thoughts joining you. Are you what stopping was the question, here? Paula? Were you, yeah, were you just, wanting an? Were yeah, you wanting an answer to what kind of thoughts then would create a pianist? No, thoughts joined in thoughts joined in unity can be likened to thinking without. Thought. Yes, the art of thought. Yeah. 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 Thoughts, joined, thoughts joined in unity can be likened to 
thinking without thought, which is the art of thought, which is, yeah, it can be a bit of a uh, whatever, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because the art of thought has absolutely nothing to do with thinking. It it goes beyond thinking. It goes to feeling rather than thinking. Yeah, and that's yeah, and then they can be likened to imagination. Yeah, exactly. Yes, and, yes, yes. And yes. they can be likened to love. Yes, exactly. These are all yeah. imagination. Yeah. You know, we don't think with our imagination. We we view. Mm-hmm. We we imagine images. Images in action, which is kind yeah. of a uh, silly little breakdown of the word imagination. But they are they're images in action. Yeah, like the painter and the the artist and the piano. You know, yeah, you imagine these. Yeah, yeah. You are created, but a creator who creates with thought, unlike to any thoughts you have had before. So even yeah. though they're thoughts, but they're unlike. And your thoughts of a grand piano will never create a grand piano. Mm-hmm. No, of course not. Thought, thoughts right. of music, music. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. The feeling, not the thoughts mm-hmm. necessarily, but more the feeling of music. Mm-hmm. And here they talk about pianists, but that could really apply to any kind of uh, musical instrument. Yeah. 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 So Judy, I would add you. Go ahead. Go I would ahead. Add, add one other category to that, that being receding, because I recognize that regularly, regularly I am receiving material, I am receiving words, I'm receiving a sentence or receiving something to be said in a given instant. And it would not be unlike what we were speaking of with Gloria and her examples of her just getting up and speaking what's there for her to share. Oh, that, absolutely. That receiving, that oh, receiving is, is that treasure as well. And, yes, it is. And, yeah. and that's without question you. or doubt or fear and just accepting that the receiving is coming from the truth. Mm-hmm. You feel it, right? Yeah, we know. Yeah, we we know. Like, we know that we're all intuitive beings, and we know mm-hmm. that when we are receiving from within, or when our ego is in play, we know the difference. Yeah, when we're coming from the intellect, or the, like you say, the ego uh, formulating yeah, exactly. the mind. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's true. Yeah. It is. We do. I would bet if if she's willing that Lana would probably have something to offer in that regard. Oh yeah. Are you up to it, sweetie? I'm sorry, but I lost my train of thought. Um, could um, could someone just recap it real quickly, and I will look and see what's there. <laughs> Well, we were talking about thoughts and you know, like what he says here, you are, you are a creator, but a creator who creates with thought unlike to any thoughts you have had before. So if we think, you know, we're going to create a piano, a grand piano in our mind, we're not going to do it with our thoughts, you know? Oh, no, no, no. Um, uh, when I hear creation, it's new, it's fresh, it's uh, not before known. So if um, my thoughts, Lana's thoughts, 
only tell me the past. So a creation would have to be the thoughts I think with God. And they would come, they're delivered to my mind. It's, it's not something that I participate at, uh, participate in on my own. Um, we're great makers, but we can't, as, an, as the, the thinking mind isn't really capable of um, the ego thought system is incapable of anything new. <laughs> it's just mm-hmm. a constant re- rerun of the past. So um, it would, a creation would be uh, like, um, well, uh, in, in The Course in Miracles, it tells us that um, mind is the activating agent of spirit. So, if my mind is aligned with God, then uh, creation can be activated at that level, but um, certainly not from the past. Uh, that just signifies a repackaging of something that already existed, a reinterpretation of something. So, anyhow, that's my two cents. <laughs> Right on. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Anna, thank you. Thank you. I feel like you finished my sentence. Thank you. And, oh. and I, what came up for me now is for all of us to just take a moment and just hold Lana in the light, see her for who she is, and celebrate this. We love you so. Simply as who you are. You know, I I keep saying I thought you know as soon as we read paragraph nine, and he was said you know uh, about the different developing abilities and getting stuck to the form. And you think, the desire to paint. And I thought Lana came into my mind right, right away as an artist. And, you know, I'm sure she can relate to that paragraph where he said, you know, a desire to paint your thoughts becomes a completed painting that you will hang upon your wall. The time of painting becomes a place a room or a studio is envisioned in which all the tools of the artist's trades are available. And, you know, so, you know, I, I thought of you, Lana, as soon as I read that. But yet I know in the past when you spoke about creating, and that's, what, and that's how you started your share, by being a creator. Yeah. You know, um, Go ahead. The, no, um, the creation of a painting is um, 
Well, it, I never know what I'm going to paint when I sit down. I just throw water and paint on the paper, and then I'll start to see mountain ranges or trees or flowers or sunset. I'll, the blobs of the washes of the paint uh, inform me of what the painting should be, and then just to join in that. And it's, um, again, it's not a planning or a thinking. It just, the painting occurs. The painting happens. And I just, at that point, bring out detail. I'll make the mountain look more like a mountain. <laughs> but it's, it's, it is new. It's fresh. It's, it's not, um, it's not known as such until it's known, <laughs> until until it shows up in my mind and in my vision. Um, so it's uh, it's a lovely experience. I experience painting as a meditation. I just get lost. I disappear. <laughs> Time disappears. And um, my daughter came over. Today she was helping me clean, or she was actually doing the cleaning. It wasn't me, and um, she and I said something about, you know, being sick um, and being weak, and and she says, "Mom, you're not sick. You're healing," and that was such a true statement. You know, it's um, creating. Uh, perfect health comes through um, healing comes through healing so I'm not sick I'm healing <laughs> it's a much it's a much better frame of reference so I just want to give her some kudos for for being so wise today and reminding me that I'm not sick you're just healing <laughs> anyhow I'm complete. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, no, this is... Yeah, excuse me. This yeah. is Gloria. Lana, I just... Uh, when we put you in a prayer, all of us, I picture you <clears throat> in a bubble of light. I see love, calmness, and peace, and healing your mind, your body, and all around you. You are, <clears throat> you are in light right now as a form um, and as a spirit. I bless I you. See. Thank you, Gloria. Thank you so much. I, you know, I feel that love. And, and the one thing that always amazes me is um, um, this stuff with my body it never affects my peace you know it's um even the painful the body pains um uh, my mind is uh, it directs me back to the i am of me you know back to this present moment and i rest there and i can um and it's just a sublime peaceful state you know there's um i learned a while back that um Suffering is a choice, you know. It's I I may 
not feel well or feel strong, but I need not ever suffer unless I choose to. And um, why would I ever want to choose that? So it's, um, I just appreciate you guys so much. And and tonight, um, I, uh, I, you know, I tried so hard today. I, I was really far behind on my calls. You know, I mentor about four or five students, and I had to postpone them the calls for a couple of weeks and I got um, four of my five calls done today <laughs> and and it was so energizing you know I, I I know I sound like a broken record but sharing the love of God with another person and unity and and, and joy and love is the most healing practice um, the most healing uh, thing I can do um, because it's, it's, I can just feel that loving energy. I can feel it like an explosion within me, especially when um, they communicate back that it was helpful and um, or, you know, just pointing their mind in the right direction. I mean, that's all I'm capable of doing. You know, the rest is up to them, but I can listen to them and see where the ego has twisted the road <laughs> and it isn't straight and, and kind of help them to point their mind in the direction that will heal them. And um, and that just brings me so much joy. And so I was occupied with that today for uh, several hours. And, um, and I think that's that's one of those things, one of my healing practices is just to take in that love and give in it and receiving it. And um, it's just a beautiful thing. And I never, ever have any doubts of my healing. You know, it plays out in time. Um, but I know the instant I ask for it, it's done. It's, just, it's accomplished. So um, it's just... Um, Time and space can delay my experience of it a little bit, but that's even getting shorter, you know. So, okay, I'm going to shut up now. <laughs> Thank no, you for listening. No, no, oh, no. Uh, <laughs> no, no. Oh, don't shut up. up. No. <laughs> Everything you said, I mean, it just, oh my God. And as you say, giving and receiving, because you're healing them and you're healing yourself, and that's the beauty part of it. It's the oneness of us. Yeah. We heal together. We heal together. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Thank you for sharing, Lonnie. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. So glad you showed up. We so appreciate you, Lana. You are loved. So deeply loved. Oh, you guys, you're my sunshine. <laughs> I had I haven't made any other evening calls this week anywhere, so you're the first one. <laughs> I miss my Tuesday night Zoom group. I miss my Monday night, you know, with the the choose okay. any love. Yeah, but uh, I said I gotta get some, gotta get some of this love. <laughs> <laughs> and well, we're here. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, yeah. So I guess we'll read the last two paragraphs and we'll just keep dialoguing whenever it comes to mind. 
and see where it takes us. So Lemoyne read last, right? So Judy, you want to go into what is it? I can't got my glasses off. Hold I think on. it's thir- thirteen. Let me. Let me yeah, thirteen. Thirteen. Yeah, thirteen. Oh, okay. And then, yeah, and then Reverend Bill will wrap it up with fourteen, and then we'll just keep the floor open as long as we okay. can. Okay. Okay. Ego desires. Ego desires cause one to think of a grand piano. Thoughts joined in unity hear music. Ego desires cause one to think of an elaborately framed painting. Thoughts joined in unity see beauty. You are used to thinking that if you do not have a tangible goal, such as that of music lessons or the purchase of a piano, you will never reach the goals associated with those tangible steps. Thoughts joined in unity create without goals or planning, without effort or struggle. This does not make an instrument unnecessary for a musician or mean that a painter will not eventually put a brush to canvas, but it does mean that the treasure exists without these things, quote, (laughs) and that the treasure is already a fully realized creation. The treasure already is and it is already valuable and available. This is a first step in the change in thinking that needs to occur. It is an elementary step and one easily accomplished with a bit of willingness. This change in thinking in regards to treasures you do recognize will pave the way for the recognition of treasures you heretofore have not recognized. Where these treasures exist within us, there's the power within us that is found in these means of these treasures that subsequently are shared in unity. And I'd suggest they're even realized or they come through in unity with each one of us individually finding our means of being able to receive, accept, and share or extend whatever that treasure, that that gift is. That gift of, in effect, extended love. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I'm complete. Yeah, you know, when you were speaking, Reverend Bill, my eyes went back up to that Paragraph 13, that kind of baffled me before. And now it reads so much. Thoughts joined in unity. Thoughts joined in unity can be likened to thinking without thought. It's the knowing. can be likened to imagination. It can be likened to love. So without the piano, without the paintbrush without the instrument, 
the music, the love is there. It's always there. I can create the greatest artistic work within and not put a paintbrush in my hand as a creator. Or a piece of music without touching a piano as a creator in unity with all that is all. And what is love? God is love. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it's saying to me. Just, you know, when he said about we can reach those goals, thoughts joined in unity and create without goals or planning, without effort or struggle. This does not make an instrument unnecessary, but it's... It, It does mean that the treasure exists without these things. Exactly. Yeah, we don't need the is. form. Mm-hmm. We don't need. We don't need the form. He's asking us very clearly to start, to start using our mind without form. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, just fully realizing creation. The treasure already is, and it it is already valuable and available. Mm-hmm. We all have. Within ourselves, yeah. we all do. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, in unity. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Thank you. Yes. I agree. That's how um, my meditative writing is goes every morning or most mornings. It's, I have no idea what I'm going to write about. I just start writing within <laughs> a sentence or two. Jesus puts in and he just picks it up, picks the ball up and runs with it and and he told me once that um, regarding the writings that he's the content and I'm the form, and um, and it's not my thoughts. It's it's a unity where it's a blending of form and content, and it's it, it's uh, the contents of Jesus, and it shows up as if Lana wrote it, but Lana didn't give it a thought. <laughs> You know, it was just kind of flows into the mind. Um, and I just use my little fingers to my short stubby fingers to get it down on the computer and uh and share it and in the sharing that's that's that energy, that's that creation. It was it was created before my fingers touched the keys. And um it's kind of like an out of time experience because it's alive in the people comes alive to the people who read it and they feel that creation explode within them and it's and it's and they're reading it um as if it's a new creation it is a new creation for them just like it was a new creation for me um time doesn't play into it at all it's fresh and it's new for them um and you know, and hopefully helpful too. So, um, complete. Thank you. Well, thanks, Lana. That's great. Thank you, Thank you Lana. Thank you, Lana. Uh, <clears throat> this is Gloria. Um, on the paragraph uh, twelve, it's talking about the imagination, and 
my memory cam, uh, I used to have a friend, she passed. Um, she owns, she and her husband, a construction company. And <clears throat> I was invited to help her uh, bookkeeping her books. So I noticed that in her office, she has a poster of China, um, like in a market or something. And I, I said, oh, this is a beautiful poster. And she, she said, let me tell you a story about that. I put this poster every time I see it. I see myself. I imagine myself lingering around, walking around those people, and smiling and loving this place. And then <clears throat> at the end of the year, oh, and she mentioned to the husband, why don't we go to China? And he said, no, that's the last place I want to be. Okay. So at the end of the year, one of the, the vendors called her and said, Mary, I have a surprise for you. You're my best buyer. Um, and I'm giving a present to China for two. <laughs> she said, oh, my gosh, it's true. It's true. I'm going there. <laughs> so she tell the husband, uh, there is a ticket for China for you and I and for free. And she said, okay, we're going. <laughs> and and she went and she said Gloria use your imagination for anything you want material things spiritual things um, you're growing everywhere love and compassion and anyway uh, it came to my memory that she this is one story about her but I, I just want to say that I'm complete. That was beautiful. That was great. Thank you, Gloria. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, Gloria. Wow. Thank you, Gloria. Wow. That was this. I hear unity in that. Yeah. I hear unity. Definitely. <laughs> she was in unity. Yeah. 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 As we were reading these these last couple of paragraphs, what came to me is a there's a feeling of, of gratitude or that I, I feel like um, I've become more and more of a of an open channel to just receive and and then just let the things come up in a given moment that are to be shared. No planning, no anticipation, but just in being present and watching what comes up. And I feel like that, that <laughs> yeah, that's graduated to, um, it's gone beyond a treasure, beyond an ability, to a ground of being. And uh, I fully accept that. And then I hear, I hear in here, well, what about writing? And, uh Yeah. Perhaps that's next. Anyway, thank you. I'm complete. Mm. Thank you, Rivendell. Thanks. Thanks, Rivendell.
Oh, thank you, Reverend Bill. Thank you all for being a part of this. Yeah. Talking about being a part of it, Lemoyne, would you like to speak up? Are you still with us? Yeah, I'm still here. Like to join the dialogue with us? Well, I feel like I should... don't want to be bookish or anything, but... I mean, this first paragraph, I believe it's the first paragraph in the... Yeah. Like, all... Uh, what it says between this is what we're going to explore and where we will begin by discussing the nature of treasure. Everything in between there actually appears in the course multiple times. It's quoted in the dialogue and uh, I think referred to in other places. Um, you had the list. list doesn't matter. The point is, this is that's like you want the you want the outline of the curriculum. There it is. <laughs> I think, <laughs> <Yeah>. right? <laughs> uh huh. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so I, I don't I don't quite know what to say. Um, mm. <clears throat> except what it does say about these uh, these paragraphs and uh, learning in the time of Christ. Uh, it told me I should remind you you are the treasure <laughs> each of us in our being is that treasure yeah. and uh, yeah sorry it's simple but it's for me it's like recognizing that life is a gift and not a huge world full of little separate things I have to sort through Anyway. Yeah, that was great. Yeah, but see, that came from the truth of who you... That was beautiful, Lloyd. You know, we take what we need to hear on our individual journey. Nothing's wrong, nothing's right. It's just what it's supposed to be. And you are who you are at that moment. And it's great. Really great. Thank you, Lemoy. No. <laughs> Thank you, Lemoy. That was wonderful. <laughs> yeah. You know, and you know, the heading of this second treatise, you know, it's the nature of the unity and its recognition. You know, and he brings it right home like in these first couple of paragraphs. Yep. Yeah. I'd like yeah. to say... Like, go ahead, Lemoyne. Oh, I was just going to say I like the day four presentation of the same kind of thing. 
that access mm. to unity is the key to the treasure and the treasure. <laughs> you know, if you if you access unity, it's there, right? I mean, that's kind of part of what he's saying. It's already it's already there, it's available, <laughs> valuable. Yeah. I mean, so so much of its willingness. I've been really bulky about something. I don't quite know what it is, but something to give up. And uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, maybe the more focus on what there is to reach beyond it will help. So thank you. Thanks. This is lovely. <laughs> this the aspect of treasure was a real um, key for me. I think in getting. <clears throat> Your aspect of the course where he talks about treasure is a real key for me getting how much of it really is about the heart. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Because that's where we feel that connection between God and mm-hmm. ourselves. said so well. Yeah, it's the connection within the heart. Mm. That's where the treasure lies. Lemoyne, thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for coming and checking checking us out and and the like. And uh, again, uh, I'll just say how much I appreciate you being there with us in the morning calls as well. Thank you, brother. Yeah. I second Yeah, I think bridging them just seemed so much easier than jumping off and back on just to get a recording that is available right after the call. So mm-hmm. It's really worked to uh, bring people both ways across those two calls, so it's good. <laughs> it really is good. Yeah. So, Lemoyne, I don't have to send you a text. You know what we did tonight, <laughs> right? Treasure. <laughs> it's all yours. You can say it where we are. You can put it out there and post it. Thank you. Yeah, it's nice. I really appreciate you showing up. I hope. I, I, echo everything that Reverend Bill said. And Lana, too, it was so great to hear your voice tonight. You are so missed. And, you know, it's funny, oh, Judy and I were just talking about that. Like I said, Lana hasn't been with us, you know, and there you came. Yeah. So, thank That's you. And you felt the scene. <laughs> and I, we did. <laughs> I was so... Glad to be here. Um, I'm just returning to the calls, and um, I sure have missed them. So um, I'm resurrected again. (laughs) The lifeline is open again. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So I gather we'll say good night. A few minutes early, but we'll say good night. I think we're all sitting here in the glow of the evening feeling it through our hearts and being thankful for the unity of all of us, the oneness of us, the treasures within ourselves that we share. And when we share, it's a treasure, a gift. 
Yeah, the, tre- the sh- gift of t- um, sharing is a treasure. So good night, all. Yeah, have a pleasant dream. See you hopefully all next week. Good night, good everyone. Good night, Later. everybody, and thank you all so much. Yeah. yeah. God Thank bless you. you. Thanks, everyone. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Glory. Blessing. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Good night, everybody. Good night. Bye now. Bye-bye.